What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gouache Universe Podcast. I'm that comic book artist that discusses comics, movies, science fiction, and pop culture news, all while changing the universe, one subject at a time. So we got a lot of topics, well, a few topics to talk about this week, so we're going to break it down. So stick around after this, and I'll be right back. So the first story that I want to talk about this week comes from Screen Rant, and it's about Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, let's see, what does it say? Uh, mm, this is good news. Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin rumored to be Spider-Man 3's main villain. Oh, oh my goodness. Old Willem Dafoe. Wilhelm Dafoe. <laughs> man, this is good news, man. This is... Man, this is like a big payoff because everybody... Well, let's start from the top. I mean, with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, the one thing that I didn't like about that first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire was uh, the way the Green Goblin was portrayed. Um, now, I like Willem Dafoe's portrayal of Norman Osborn. I liked him in that. But every time he put on that Green Goblin uniform costume whatever you want to call it power ranger costume that kind of took me out of the entire film but um you know and i've always wanted to see you know a comic accurate green goblin because if you look at the comic book uh design of the character green goblin just that mask alone is horrifying and i thought that that would work perfectly in a live action i mean it would translate so well to a live action you know depiction of the character but you know, they went the other route, you know, um, I guess they had to sell toys and stuff like that, but, um, they went the whole Power Rangers look and, you know, the campy appearance and everything, which that just totally took me out of the project. So, I mean, this would be a great, you know, opportunity to somewhat redeem, uh, that character. I mean, I know a lot of people enjoyed, you know, that version of it in, you know, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man but, you know, there's also a lot of people who felt like I do in regards to that, uh, uh, you know, that the appearance, you know, I mean, but like I said, this takes away nothing from Willem Dafoe. I mean, I like the way he actually portrayed the character when he was Norman Osborn, that whole, you know, duality with his character and everything and the things that he was going through mentally was just perfectly, perfectly casted and perfectly performed. It's just, ugh, just the appearance and, you know... I guess the director, Sam Raimi, had him ham it up. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That just took me out of it. But let me read. Let me go ahead and read this thing. This comes from Screen Rant. And again, the title says, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin rumored to be Spider-Man 3's main villain. Uh, let's see. It goes on to say, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, yeah, goes on to be the main villain in Spider-Man No Way Home. Marvel Studios and Sony's third installment in Tom Holland's Spider-Man franchise is shaping up to be quite different from what fans expected uh, when it was announced. Um, after Mysterio, Re Mysterio reveals Spider-Man's secret identity, the MCU's Spider-Man 3 is going in a surprising direction and with the heavily rumored presence of the multiverse. Wow, I mean, this is, I mean, what a great way to, to do it, actually, because that's another thing also. Um, you know, one of the things, I mean, I love this new interpretation of Spider-Man with the MCU's doing with Tom Holland and everything. Um, but one of my gripes, it's not even a gripe, it's more like a, 
uh, nitpick, you know, because everything else is, I think, is perfect. But um, the thing that I love about, you know, this new interpretation of Spider-Man is that, you know, it's kind of taking things back to its roots. You know, it's at first, you know, I was kind of hesitant about the origin story. And they kind of got around that, you know, by introducing, you know, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, you know, uh, Peter Parker in, in uh, uh, Captain America Civil War. So they kind of got around with, you know, it was kind of like a backdoor origin or whatever. But um, so that was great. But, um, you know, one of the things I like about uh, this is that they're starting from scratch, you know, in the comics, you know, uh, Spider-Man Peter Parker was in high school. And so I like the fact that they're actually going that route here. But the only problem with that is, you know, we have a legacy of Spider-Man. We already know his origin, you know. And so, you know, it's kind of like we know the villains. We know his universe. One of the most recognizable cast of characters in all of pop culture is the Spider-Universe. And so my only gripe was, it's like, man, so we're doing this origin of, you know, Peter Parker. Does that mean we have to do the origin of all the villains also, you know, like... You know, Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus, you know, the Shocker, you know, Mysterio, all these villains that are like a part of the pop culture, you know, everyone knows these characters. And so with this, you know, with the whole multiverse direction that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going in, you know, this is kind of like a way to like pretty much buzz all this kind of open, you know, just like, okay, heck, we just going to go dive right into it. You know, just go straight to, you know, the Sinister Six. You know, you don't have to do all this setup because we already know who Norman Osborn is. We already know Willem Dafoe played Green Goblin. You know, if it's written right, you know, uh, I mean, that's another thing. How are they going to reintroduce these characters, you know, um, even through the multiverse? I know you can explain it away with the multiverse, but, you know, certain characters died, you know, in uh, the Sonyverse, you know, in, in the established Sonyverse. But, um but, um, yeah, for me, I mean, you know, this is great to have the characters already established. You know, we already got uh, the Vulture. You know, we've got the Shocker. We've got uh, we've got Venom. You know, we've got Dr. Octopus. We've got uh, uh, all these great villains, you know. And, uh, you know, so we can just go right into the Sinister Six, you know, with uh, Tom Holland. It's kind of like everything is like, you know, caught up. You know, so to speak. So that's wonderful in that regard, you know. So I'm excited about this, man. I mean, man, the fact that Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is the main villain. I'm just looking at this graphic on the Screen Rant uh, website. And, uh, man, this... Man, Willem Dafoe is a great actor, man. He's He's got that villainous look. And uh, there's a, been a rumor for years that he should have... Or he could play the Joker or whatever. But um, he definitely has the look. Or he can definitely play that villainous uh, role, that villainous character. But um, but man, I'm excited about this, and uh, man, I just can't wait to see. I know they wrap filming and everything, so I'm excited to see, you know, how they're going to reintroduce, you know, all these characters uh, from these other universes. And I can't wait to see the looks, you know, the the Marvel proper look for these characters. Hopefully, so I'm definitely going to be sticking close to this story.
All right, so the name of this next section is called Set Photos Galore. <laughs> because, I mean, I, it's just so much goodness in this, uh, all these set photos that leaked in the last, you know, couple of weeks. It's just, man, it's just too many good things to, to narrow down to just one. I mean, we got, what, uh, Indiana Jones 5 set photos has been leaking all over the internets. Uh, you know, we've got uh, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, you know, the new Disney Plus series. You know, we've got those set photos that have leaked, you know, of, you know, Kate Bishop and and uh, Haley Steinfeld and uh, Jeremy Renner walking around, you know, the set in New York and everything. Shoot, and we just got the whole Batman Michael Keaton set uh, photo with the castle and you know and and the the Watchmen callback with the with the with the blood on the on the bat symbol and everything. Oh my goodness, man! It's just so many so many things to talk about. But um, so yeah, I'm gonna start with the 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 Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, man. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to that series. Um, you know, I think uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, he did a great job as Hawkeye. But let's be honest. I mean, he kind of was in a under the shadow of all these other characters. You know, you look like your Iron Mans, your Thors, your Captain Americas, your, you know, your Incredible Hawks. You know, all these characters that have have, you know, have done bigger than life things in all of these Avengers films. And he's done, you know, great for, you know, his part also. But. You know, I think in that first Avengers, you know, he pretty much was sidelined the entire film, you know, <laughs> pretty much. Um, they addressed it in, you know, Age of Ultron and everything. But, um, you know, that's not to say anything, you know, against Jeremy Renner. It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, some characters get, you know, left behind, you know, while other characters, you know, shine, you know, more. You know, um, I think they uh, really beefed up his his role in Endgame and everything, I thought, which... Uh, which I think hopefully should play into this Disney Plus uh, series, but um, but man, the set photos they look really good, man. I mean, uh, the set photos that I've seen, you know. Uh, let me see. So, let me see, Hawkeye. Look at these right now. Oh man, it looks great. I mean, just I know that Kate Bishop is is somewhat the mentee to you know Hawkeye, Hawkeye's you know being the mentor and everything. And from what I've seen, you know, them walking around set, you know, on the streets of New York and, you know, her with the dog and everything. And you got other scenes with her in her costume and everything, the purple and black. Oh, my goodness. It looks good. And Hawkeye, he looks beat up like he got punched in the face or something. I don't know. He's got blood on his face and, you know, he's just strolling down. And I didn't even on the sidewalk, but in the street. I mean, how badass is that? But, um, man, it looks it looks great, man. It looks, you know. It looks really good, you know. I, I can't wait to to see it. I know it comes out. Um, I think it comes out this year, this fall, uh, this fall sometime. So I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it. And I know before the actual uh, before the actual comic, I mean before the actual show comes out, I definitely definitely have to pick up and read the uh, the Matt Fraction run on Hawkeye, um, which got so much critical acclaim uh, a few years ago uh, when it was released. In fact, I think it was released in uh, 2015, either 2015 or 2016. But um, that was such a, a critically acclaimed uh, book. And uh, I don't know why it just slipped past my radar. Um, it didn't really slip past my radar. I just, um, you know, sometimes you just miss things. 
Um, but it was always kind of in, in the back of my mind. I mean, it's gotten so much traction, you know, with uh, with the critics and everything. And everybody was saying how great it was. And I was like, man, you know, I got definitely got to read this book. Um, and I know it's on Comixology, but um, they also have an omnibus, I think, that is out into the, in the stores. Um, it's the entire Hawkeye Matt Fraction run, um, which centered on, you know, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop was in, also in that that book so so i definitely have to read that run before uh the hawkeye disney plus series because i know they do a lot of uh reference uh from that material um which i'm excited about but um man these set photos man they look they look really good man i'm really looking forward to it they couldn't have picked a, a better kate bishop than Haley steinfeld she's she's a great actress you know i've always uh i've been following her career since uh true grit you know um, which I actually saw that in the theater. That was um, that came out about ten years ago, I think. Um, and she did a she did an amazing performance in that. She did one of those uh, I always say one of those Natalie Portman uh, mature performances, like we got in The Professional in her first uh, film, The Professional, way back in the nineties. Um, so anytime I encounter a young actress uh, that you know, can do a, a mature performance. I always compare it to Natalie, Natalie Portman's performance in um, uh, The Professional. Um, I did the same with uh, Daphne Keene in uh, the film Logan. I mean, her performance was so mature and, you know, and very intelligent, you know, for her age, you know. Um, so I think that was, uh, I say that to say, you know, with uh, Haley Steinfeld and her, her film with, uh, in uh, True Grit, man, she definitely did a mature performance. It was very intelligent uh, performance. I knew she was a seasoned actor. So having her on board as Kate Bishop, that's just like icing on the cake, man. You know, so um, so I'm excited about this. But uh, see what else we got. Oh, uh, Indiana Jones 5. Man, now you all know Indiana Jones 5 is... A, Indiana Jones, the character, is up there in the top levels catacombs of my pop culture interest that's like one of the legacy characters films whatever you want to call it um that i enjoyed you know uh, growing up as a kid and uh i even liked uh crystal kingdom of the crystal skulls i know it gets a lot of hate but um i think it was still a great indiana jones film there's certain things i didn't like about it uh, which i agree with uh you know the criticism um but overall i enjoyed it you know i thought Harrison Ford was was great as Indiana Jones, um, so I'm excited about this uh, this new Indiana Jones five man. And look, look like it looks like it's legit now, man. I mean, you know, this if there was any doubt that this was coming, I mean, these set photos that have leaked. Well, I don't think they, they leaked. I just think that they, I don't know, I don't know if it, they leaked or just people just uh, willfully you know posted them. But you know, they are pictures of a castle, a Scottish castle. You know, you got a train with a Nazi symbol on it. So, man, it's like it's going to be a lot of callbacks, you know, to uh, to the franchise. So I'm excited. And then we got my main man, Harrison Ford, that showed up uh, on set uh, a week ago, you know, in shape and ready to film. So um, I think they're supposed to start filming in a week or so or next week or this week. I don't know. Um, by the time this podcast comes out, they probably will have already started filming. Um, but, uh, man, the set photos look great, man. I'm excited. You know, Harrison Ford looks, 
he definitely looks like he's in shape and ready to go. Um, you know, but I'm excited about this, man. I'm really excited. Let me see. What does this article say? It says, uh, uh, while Indiana Jones 5 has yet to officially begin production, Harrison Ford has arrived in the UK to film the next installment in the much-loved action-adventure series. As is common with blockbusters of this size, pre-production has been underway for months. Well, I would hope so. Um, with crews working on the construction of some of the sets that will be used in the film. Um, let's see. Yeah, man. These uh, set photos look amazing. And I'm excited about this, man. They, they just look amazing. Yeah, like I said, there's a train with a, a Nazi symbol on it. Like, man, are we going to face some classic villains? This is great, man. I'm excited about this. Yeah, what more can I say about this? I'm excited. Um, definitely excited about this. And this other picture that we have of Michael Keaton's Batman emblem with the blood on the the Batman symbol and which is a callback to the Watchmen universe with the blood on the happy face the happy face symbol uh of the comedian and everything so man this is just like man I don't know I'm ex really excited about this flash film that's coming up um I never thought I would say that because I I remember with you know the Joss Whedon version of the Justice League you know that the way Ezra Miller performed or it was portrayed in that film, the way the flash was portrayed in that film, I just didn't like it. And I didn't connect with it, but under Zack Snyder's cut, you know, I was really, you know, his performance kind of elevated, you know, in, you know, in that film and everything. And so after that, I was, you know, really extremely excited about seeing a solo flash film. And, you know, with Michael Keaton joining the film, that's just like icing on the cake, man. You know, and we're starting to finally get some set photos of, you know, we haven't seen Keaton himself yet. And I can't wait to see that. Um, but um, and I don't know, they might actually save that, you know, for the actual film, a surprise for the film. But just seeing his classic, a piece of his classic uniform uh, and the emblem, you know, with that. Uh, blood on the side or in inside the emblem that's just like wow man this is really happening i still can't believe it you know after all these years you know one thing i've always wanted to, is to see the return of michael keaton in a batman 3 and so since we've never gotten that man this is like the best next best thing i mean you know they he can naturally age into the part of being old man batman old man bruce wayne man this is just exciting man and uh, with the whole Watchmen uh, crossover, not really, I don't know if it's a crossover, but it's kind of like an homage to the Watchmen. So I'm wondering if they're going to, you know, tease on that with the, you know, with the, in the speed force and everything when they go into the multiverse. I don't know. You know, I mean, the speculations are, are running wild. Just use your imagination to try to figure out what's going to happen. But, but man, I'm excited about this, though. I mean, I know we got a couple weeks ago, we got the uh, the classic 1989 uh, Wayne Manor uh, castle, uh, which was shown in the Batman 1989 film, you know, so that was exciting. But, um, 
man, to get this uh, this tease of you know Batman's classic uniform. Oh man, with the blood on it and everything. Man, I'm definitely excited about this. Definitely excited about this. Well, guys, thanks again. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the Gouache Universe podcast. Once again, I'm your host, and stay tuned, like I said, for things to come in the future, man. We've got a lot of things, you know, that's coming out, you know, uh, this summer. Um, So I'm definitely going to be keeping my ears to the streets, so to speak, to hear what's going on and talk about it. Um, Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And also, once again, you know, I always got to plug my book that's in stores right now. It's on Comixology. It's called The Native Quest. You're really going to love it. It's, it's everything that I talk about here, science fiction, fantasy. You'll love it. Trust me. Um, so until next week, I'll see you in the universe. <laughs>